Welcome to another 10-minute takeaway with me, Dr. Nikki Ramskill, the female money doctor. I aim to pass on 10 minutes of wisdom to you about money to help you feel happy, confident, and in control. So that's enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. Hi everybody, my name is Dr. Nikki Ramskill and I'm the Female Money Doctor and I'm hopping on for another 10 minute takeaway. Now this week I wanted to talk all about covering yourself in an emergency and I'm going to go over three different aspects of the emergency fund that I feel that you need to make sure you have in place to keep yourself happy and healthy and stress free. Now this all came about because I had a patient who essentially wasn't doing very well with her mental health. Um, she desperately needed time off of work, but she just couldn't afford to do it. She just didn't have the time to, um, you know, keep herself healthy and well with the amount of, um, you know, impact that her finances was having on her life. I mean, she she had so many bills to pay she had debt all over the place you know she just could not afford to take time off of work and that in itself was making it more stressful for her so you know she was stuck in this job that she hated but she was working you know for th- you know to pay off debt and to you know it was just a mess basically so i tried my best to support her i mean obviously i'm i'm her gp so i want to be there for her but ultimately the thing that she really needed was to take time off. She needed time out so that she could give herself, um, you know, that gift of being able to think clearly and to be able to, you know, just rest and not have to think about going to work all the time, and especially in a job that she didn't like. So the emergency fund is the most important fund that you could possibly save up for. I mean, yes, we need money to be saved up for so many different things in our lives now, but actually the emergency fund is, for me, the the most important savings um, that I've ever, ever created for myself. So there are three parts to this this whole um, 10 minute takeaway. The first part is about the basic emergency fund. So your emergency fund um, needs to be about a thousand pounds to start with. Now this money is purely there for you to be able to um, you know, replace a broken dishwasher, um, replace your fridge freezer to be able to, you know, replace the tires on your car or something like that. And that then means that you don't have to dip into your budget for that month or use a credit card or a payday loan or whatever it is. So the first thing you should be aiming for is a thousand pounds. Okay. The next part of this fund, because we're now getting into three minutes of my 10 minute takeaway. The next part is to do with having money set aside for covering the bills and your food and your travel to work for three to six months now this very much depends on how secure you feel as a person so you might decide that you only need three months and you're fine because you'll get a job easily or you reckon you'll go back to work in time or I don't know, you might just be happy with three months worth. For other people, they need more time. They want six months worth, um, especially if you want a, you know, a nice long maternity leave, which is what I would love to have in the future. You need to make sure that you have six months set aside. Some people want even up to a year saved in an account. Now, I think that's quite stressful, have, trying to get 
12 months worth of money all in one go. Plus, if you have too much money set aside in an account in cash, inflation is very, very good at decreasing the value of that money. So if you've got lots and lots of money sat in an account in cash only, you'll find that actually it's not um, it's not very beneficial to you in the long run. So I would keep the amount of cash that you have sat in an account to a minimum. Now, only you will know what this is going to be used for. But it particularly um, interests me in how women escape um, domestic violence. So how they escape, you know, controlling relationships. So as far as I'm concerned, every single woman on this planet needs to have her own money so she can be able to, you know, get out of a relationship. You know, no person. So I'm counting men in this as well. No person should have to stay in a relationship because they have no way out with with their finances or accommodation or whatever. And often I find that people in these kinds of relationships are stuck because if they leave they'll become homeless or they won't have any money to be able to get themselves into a rental accommodation or something like that so if you've got that little pocket of money stashed aside that's just for you to use in an emergency like that you are well protected and also it gives you that that sort of buffer and it makes you less stressed it's just bringing that stress out of your life um Obviously, the other thing is people hate their jobs. You know, not everybody. I mean, some people love their jobs. But if you hate your job, you know, you're beholden to a job that you you don't really want to be in. If you've got money set aside three to six months, something like that, it's such a it's kind of freeing because you could then stick two fingers up at your boss and go, I'm leaving. I'm I'm not doing this job anymore because you know that you've got you know six months worth of grace to then be able to find yourself a new job. Obviously, that very much depends on your and how you feel about risk because it is risky doing that. You need to make sure that you're in an industry where you can you know sidestep and go into a new job relatively simply. Um, so don't put yourself at risk in another way. But you know just having that buffer just gives you that just makes you stand a bit straighter a bit taller and just go yeah I've got that money and I can do what I want now it's fine um so think about that have this three to six months worth of money set aside and I know this sounds quite negative but actually I'm, I'm trying to tell you that it's a positive thing to have these savings set aside often people don't have savings and we know I mean there's statistics all over the place that say people don't have any savings so please don't be one of those make sure you've got some money sat in an account ready for you in these sorts of situations now part three of this is to do with um, insurances and healthcare. Now we're quite lazy in this country because healthcare um, is supplied for us. So the NHS is covered in our in our insurances and things that we pay from our our wages. However, in other countries, they have to have insurance set aside so that if they're sick, then their insurance company will will cover them. I'm now noticing that the NHS is paying for less and less and less. So think about, you know, our prescription charges have just gone up. Um, it's very, very difficult to um, get yourself into a dentist without having to pay, you know, X amount of money for it. Um, our eyes, you know, optometry, you have to pay for those now. Um, even now to the point of, you know, things like mental health services, podiatry services, feet, making sure that you, you know, your feet are in good working order. Um, you know, some places physiotherapy, you know, they're a long wait. So people actually would prefer to go and pay for it themselves to be able to get in quicker. Sports massage, um, counselling, you know, there are so many examples where actually if you had some money saved, you'd be able to go off and do that yourself and you wouldn't have to rely on the NHS for it. Um, now, this might be controversial, but if you can afford to do that, 
you should be because the NHS is already struggling. So yes, there are a lot of things that the NHS does fantastically well, like emergency care, you know, with A&E, cancer treatment, you know, all, you know, screening, all these things are amazing with the NHS. They do such a good job. But then there are certain things that obviously have to be put by the wayside because the NHS can't fund everything. So if there is something you particularly want, like a regular um, access to a psychiatrist or counsellor, regular access to somebody to sort your feet out, regular access for physiotherapy or sports massage or whatever it is, have the money there. Put that into your budget. Have something set aside so that you've got yourself covered in healthcare need. So there's so many people that I'm that I've recommended that they go and do that, and they haven't got the money set aside. So they want a mole removed. You know, I'm talking strictly non-cancerous moles here. Cancerous moles, you must get your GP to send you to a dermatologist if they think it's that. But if it's non-cancerous, so it's just the thing that you just want off your body. You don't like it. It's all cosmetic. You have to pay for it now. There's no NHS, unfortunately, for that anymore. So do what you can. Get some money set aside purely for health. The other part is insurances. So life insurance, if you've got dependents, children depending on you, so that if you if you died, they they'd have nowhere to turn, nowhere to go, or the house wouldn't be covered or whatever. Get yourself life insurance. Doesn't matter if you're single or if you haven't got kids or dependents or anything. If you died, your partner would be fine. You know, it's it's that kind of thing. You know, fine financially, I mean you don't really need it it's for people that have got the dependence so if you died you get a lump sum of money and it covers the mortgage it wipes it out and your your kids are protected the other thing is income protection if you work for yourself you need to have income protection because if you don't have income protection when you can't work because you're ill you're going to be more stressed because your your bills need to be paid still so get yourself some income protection yes it might cost you you know x amount of money to do that but if you've got yourself your three to six months worth of cover on your own cash lump sum you don't only have to have that insurance kicking in once that runs out so think about it make sure you're protected if you're not protected go out there and sort it out so that's my piece that's my 10 minute takeaway the three aspects of covering yourself in emergencies i really hope you found that useful and i will see you next week for another 10 minute takeaway take care bye bye And that's it. That's 10 minutes done. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and you gained something from it. If you have any ideas for topics or you want to make any comments, then feel free to email me info at thefemalemoneydoctor.com. Or if you really want to, which would be awesome, come and find me in my free private Facebook group on Facebook so we can um, carry on the conversation. Um, Just when you're looking for the group, just type in the female money doctor and you should be able to find me any problems, let me know by email. Take care. Have a good day.